Hello again, small villains, and welcome back to Somebody Save Us. It is a Smallville retrospective podcast where every week, me and my co-host, Ashley. Hola! And I'm Paul. I guess I should have introduced myself. Damn it. I really screwed up the intro again, didn't I? Start it over. That's No, you're fired, actually. Nope. No starting over. (laughs) We're doing it live. (laughs) <laughs> one strike and you're out fired yep, yep. and uh well i mean yeah who uh yeah so anyway we uh we talk about smallville and we uh we watch smallville and we talk about smallville it's a good show yeah it's a good show good this show. was this was a i mean i saw this one coming because i remembered parts of it mm-hmm. um but there's there's stuff that happens in the episode that I like, kind of found extra funny just because of, you know, other stuff like the shop class teacher. And... <laughs> well, it you're... was it it is very it it was good. I found I laughed definitely probably more than what was appropriate in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what what is what is appropriate? Yeah, when you're enjoying it in the privacy of your own home, you can laugh at whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. uh yeah so i mean uh, without getting get, getting like right into it immediately um i guess my memory of the episode was like that he and clark had more of a like an actual fight like clark fought both of them or something oh, like that but yeah. i i think i'm remembering spoilers uh, a later incident where he comes back <gasps> shut up he comes back at some point i can't remember when exactly it is but he does oh snap oh snap yeah so i i had my i had those two things conflated in my head mm. well okay that's good because yeah i found the uh the climax to be a little bit uh it was a bit underwhelming for me the end of the episode but exactly like what you said like i was expecting more of a of a tussle and I didn't get a tussle. Yeah, I mean there are some funny things around that whole damn scene, but let's get right into it. We um, it. we open up on shop class where Clark has made himself a very familiar looking S. Hmm. Yes, quite. Mm-hmm. But- <laughs> um, and the the S. Okay, the S. If I'm remembering correctly, the S on his suit is not actually an S. It's his house symbol. Is that yes. right? Yeah. From right. okay. Yeah. All right. But this is just a coincidence. Yeah, it's a coinky ding. Because he also doesn't know his house symbol at this point. That's right. And actually, in this version, I think his instead of it being an S, it's like a figure eight. Oh, yeah. like a like an infinity symbol. Yeah, kinda. Oh, he so has guess... a house full of basic bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're so basic they had to use the freaking infinity symbol. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. But... Um. But uh, the shop teacher, Mr. Adler, says he's screwing around too much. <laughs> We're screwing around. We're screwing around. And Pete comments that you can't go wrong with a candle holder. That's right. Yeah. You also huh. just can't go wrong by being Pete. Yeah, just be Pete. Yeah. Just don't, right. don't give a shit and be Pete. Yeah. But to me, like, what's more functional than freaking free student labor to update your school logos? Yeah. <laughs> Teacher just kind of like, eh. I think it's got more. Uh, he's like, it's got 
more form than function, I think is what he calls it. Yeah, which it does. Obviously, it's a letter. Like uh -huh. we're not, uh, you know, we're not making freaking usable uh, machines here. But uh, anyway, yeah. Next shop teacher goes over to over to Randy Taylor, who you would think is probably would be better at shop class, but apparently not. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. No, he sucks at it. He's terrible. He yeah. is not a chip off the old Tim Allen block. No, no. And, uh, you know, he's he's clearly quite distressed because he fights for it when the teacher's like, you suck. And he's like, but I've I've shown up for every class. I have perfect attendance. I participated in everything. And he was just basically like, yeah, you ain't got the pizzazz, JTT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the bell rings and uh, Adler tells everyone that they did some great work, even though they screwed around too much. Uh, and, and and only one kid in the entire class sucked balls. Yeah, and that the grades will be posted on Thursday. And like Pete, I can't this. I'm 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 sure Pete does this all the time in like their other classes. But he's like, hey Clark, come on, yeah, that's fine. Tell, tell me what the grade is because he says they're going to be posted on Thursday. But Clark can see what they are. Um, but right in this instant where he uh, x-rays in, he can actually see uh, that Randy also got a C. Yes. Which I'm just, Poor I am Randy. going to call him Randy. Okay. Almost, almost all of the time. All right. <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to freaking change my notes because I want to call him JTT the whole time. That well, is you, legit you how I wrote him, all my notes. You call him what you call him. People are going to know we're talking about Ian. I hope, I hope so. So, well, they're walking down the hallway. They're walking down the hallway, and Pete, uh, like Pete and him, are walking and talking. And uh, like Ian runs between them, and Pete's like, "What's going on with him?" Um, and Pete's like, "Hey, he got to see." And I mean, Clark. Yeah. How would Pete know? He doesn't have the X-ray vision. The, yeah, they they sort of they sort of uh, allude to how this kid is like like a grade a student, like a, a star pupil. Yeah. As he was like, I get, he, um, I wrote down that he was taking extracurriculars and night school at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. He was Which... Hermione Grangering just everywhere, <laughs> he was... but he didn't have no time Turner. He was Granging. Yeah. Um, where, Oh, so we, we cut back cause he, he runs past them. I don't know what mm. class they were. They just left shop class, but I guess uh, you know we see we see uh, Mr. Adler working in the shop class now that everyone's done screwing around. Yeah, and uh, Ian comes in and like confronts him about this grade. He's like, "I need an A," uh, and we find out it's because he's going for that Luther Foundation scholarship. Mm. Um, and the teacher's like, "Look, man, I'm." the you, you're getting the grade you're getting this isn't up for discussion and uh as he tries to turn away he grabs his arm and the light turns out and he basically spins around yeah yeah and yeah, because this is—is is this the like basically the perspective of the teacher, right? The whole time. Yeah, kind of like he. Uh, so as he breaks free, we see a hand turn a light switch off, and then the door oh, slams right. shut. And right. it's like, is he? Because he got ghost powers? Does he have telekinesis? Yeah. Um, 
But then uh, Adler turns to Ian to tell him to quit screwing around. And uh, Ian's got a blowtorch in his hand. Um, but then he turns around because he hears, maybe he hears something behind him or something. And he turns yeah. around and just gets stabbed in the heart. Stabbed him right through. By another Randy? R2? <laughs> Uh? <laughs> um before we before we move on from that little shocker um right. when you were mentioning yes about pete and clark and they were chatting and they had obviously just left shop class i had the same question as jtt bursts between them i'm like where's he running to and then it cuts to the shop class i'm like wait okay was there a time jump or like did he like run to one end of the hallway and then go back and like did he just decide on that little jaunt that he's gonna murder the teacher for a grade was he I mean, was he establishing that he was in the hall so that no one would suspect that he went after the teacher i didn't even think about but then, that ah, that's true i don't think they thought about that but um probably not as the teacher slumps to the ground uh it kind of pans back up to uh to Ian's face and he's just like I just can't accept the C yeah I feel like he reacted very accordingly to a bad grade like murder your teacher yeah I mean just, you just know, kill him dead it's fine yeah. that's that's how it's done <laughs> that's in how winners Kansas, do it in Kansas all right so then yeah we roll we roll them credits and uh then we cut the talon right yeah it's outside <gasps> oh. the talon where Lex is walking out scene. with his coffee and he's talking on the phone about he's running late and they should start the EPA tour without him and he's planning on <laughs> making it to some auction. He gets to his car scene. and he encounters one of his society's lowest forms of life. <laughs> the meter maid. This fucking dude looks like somebody tried to draw Rick Astley from memory. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, and he looked, I don't know why, he looked very familiar to me. I was like, this is like some famous like 90s star that had maybe four good movies, had a, got a really bad drug habit, and then this was all he could get afterwards. <laughs> a meter made position on Smallville. Yeah, but he's, he's been such a cock because he's just like, he's like, but honestly, like, yeah, Lex could pay the ticket, but this guy is being such an asshole, and he's like... well. But Lex is being a fucking rich he dick. He is too. He like, is too. He's like, let's, everyone's the asshole in this situation. He de they definitely are. But he so he's right. He writes the ticket and he's like, uh, next time watch where you park. And then he like looks at his license plate and then he goes, Lex. <laughs> okay, but let's give it some context here. Okay, let's uh -huh. not be like extreme rights and lefts and not give the whole story. Right. Um. When it first was happening, Lex tried, of course, to kind of push the very gently, like, do you know who I am kind of thing. Yeah. And the, the meter maid was like, well, once I start writing it, I can't stop, which is true. That is true. Um, so he's like, yeah, sorry. Like, I started. Now I can't stop. And then Lex tries to push it more to be like, oh, man, I've had like a really bad day. Like, I'm just having a rough go. I'm actually headed to a charity. Like, he's giving all these excuses yeah, yeah. when legit it's 25 effing dollars like i saw it as like lex stop bitching it's 25 dollars like honestly are you serious right it, now it's true <laughs> and but he's just he he lets that kind of like well you could just let it go this one time and like but he didn't let it go he he doesn't and so he lex chooses lex chooses violence 
<laughs> oh, and he chooses it in the best way. Yeah. Woo! He plucks That's the nine iron out of the uh, golf bag and takes it to Dick Astley's windshield. And, and, um, and explaining, he's like, I, I employ 2,500 people in this town and my taxes pay your salary. And then after he's done, he kind of looks at him. He's like, get a real job. Oh, I fucking hate that. After that, I I honestly, I couldn't get excited when I saw Lex Luthor at, at all after that for the rest of the episode. Because I was just like, what a dick. As a waitress, <laughs> as a former waitress, yes. the biggest effing two phrases that just they really you know what really grinds my gears these two phrases which are get a real job and if you don't like it mostly referring to like tipping if you don't like how it's done then you know don't work there anymore go find a different job i effing hate that and the reason i hate it mostly is because of the double standard because like i use it on my brother and right. when he because he works in the oil field right so when times are tough like times are tough for him and i totally pulled this one out i was like well if you don't like it just get another job like what's the big deal and he's has said that to me multiple times <laughs> as a waitress <laughs> oh he was like a little baby having a little tantrum <laughs> he, d- he did not like he did not like anyways yeah so uh you know what lex I, I, this show is actually going to get a, a a negative like for me this this go around just because of lex luther's actions just because of because of lex being being an entitled jackass that's right be better be better anyways keep going continue meanwhile over in pleasant meadows the luther corp development uh i just assume that what this is is this basically like row housing uh, yeah, it's like a townhouse that, complex. A townhouse complex that is basically uh, like all of the people there work for Luther Court, probably. Oh, probably. It's probably on the yeah. edge of town. It's close to the plant. Like they get yeah. shuttled to work. Like yeah. it's one of those kind of things. Um, and I, there's so Clark is handing uh, Chloe's dad a box, um, and uh, I can't remember what what the context is, but uh, um, he says that he's going to make some some dinner, and she's like, oh, you don't have to do that. And he's like, oh, mi, su, mi, mi casa su casserole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's such a dad. Uh, he was waiting. He had that He had that chambered. He probably stayed up all night the night before, thinking of the perfect pun to, yeah. to tell at the thing, and that's all he came up with. Poor sucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, and Lana reminds us. Lana reminds us that Nell and Gil are disappointed she didn't come with them. Yes, and she says it's not easy when someone you love moves away. Yeah, and, and there's like an awkward moment where they're staring at each other, and Chloe staring at them. <laughs> it's so intensely awkward. Like it's so. It, again, I, it you can tell that the Lana clark relationship is now going to start like building hopefully because it would suck to have all of this tension and then down the line for like nothing to happen like that would be a big huge letdown it's an ebb and flow thing for years and and it'll only get more complicated once lois shows up ah yeah i forgot about lois um but yeah, you're right. That, so it's very intense. They're staring. It's intensely awkward. And Chloe comes out and then you can tell that she's just like, um, 
not having it a little bit. She's still like, hey, Clark, you got somewhere to be? Yeah. (laughs) Can you stop eye banging my friend, please? The friend that you definitely left me for, but haven't hooked up with yet. Yeah. And it's like, and so Clark is like, hey, let's like, everything's looks like it's mostly under control. Let's go celebrate. And uh, they both have shit to do. Well, they're two girls sharing a room. So clearly there's a pillow fight scheduled, followed by some light making out, followed uh, by yeah. some heavy petting, and then followed by a sesame timbers. Well, you can <laughs> you can tell that as they're walking away, Clark has like, he tilts his head slightly. I know. Like he, that's where his brain went too. Sesame <laughs> <laughs> Xerxes. I want- <laughs> I want to think that he's being wholesome and he's just kind of like, huh, that was weird. But like, yeah, deep down, I was like, oh, Clark, you dirty dog. You dirty dog. <laughs> Speaking of dirty dogs on the oh, homestead, DK, DK is setting up to work on the tractor. Yeah, he is. But he cranks a little too hard. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and it slips <laughs> off the block and the axle is crushing his leg. <laughs> but which one, huh? <laughs> It's probably the big sausage. <laughs> the only thing that saved it from being worse. Oh, God. Oh, boy. And actually, you know what? It had the sausage been, uh, you know, fully ready for action, so to speak, it probably the, the tractor would have shattered. Oh, it would have been a kickstand. It yeah, been, yeah, pretty much. Nothing would have happened. Yeah. But no, of course it of course it had to land on one of his little weak legs and no one's there to help him like at first. So we'll we'll get to this later but like honestly the the whole idea of like if Martha had been there helping him and it slipped into me what the hell was she going to do? Right? Right? Yeah, exactly. Any anyways, but like he so this happens and he it falls and he catches it kind of and he's holding it kind of trying to hold off his leg which he cannot yeah. do. Um, and Clark is showing up in the house, and there's sort of like almost like eerie music playing. Yeah, and, it was kind of Halloweeny. Like that's what it like. Not like the actual Halloween theme song, but just like in general. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's just chilling on the couch. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he, he he calls out for for uh, like mom and dad, and then he takes a beat, and then you just hear DK screaming. Clark! <laughs> fucking tractor! <laughs> so he comes and he lifts that tractor up like nobody's business. Yep. And then you see like DK and he's like slowly trying to like wiggle himself out yep. with his poor little busted up leg. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we th- then it just cuts to the hospital. It's a pretty quick little cut. Like it's, yeah. Clark saves them. Clark and then it was just like, the hospital. thing where he confirms that it's broken with like just some oh, right. x-ray. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Uh, and right. then he picks him up. <laughs> well, he's he's got to be. He's got to. He's got to, I guess. But he's... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And takes yeah. takes poor Daddy Kent to the hospital. Yeah. But it's not straight to the hospital because we have the scene between that, which is Chloe arrives at the torch to find Randy hanging around. Frickin' Randy. And he's looking for some reference books that she didn't return to the library. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but is he is he really just looking for reference books? Well, I, this is kind of like their meet cute because she's aware of him and uh, he makes she makes some kind of offhand comment about wishing there were two of her sometimes because of how busy she is. 
Um, right. Yes. We also learned that he's a sophomore, which I think, I think they are as well. Like this is, this is again, the whole thing of they were in season one, they were freshmen. And I believe because I've been corrected a couple of times that that means this year <laughs> they are sophomores. So sophomore is sophomore is, is grade. grade 10. Yeah. Yeah. Grade 10. Yeah. 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 Um, so for in the stage of freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all so they're all sophomores. Yeah. At, at so again, first... like all all these like mid twenty year old looking people, they're all tenth graders. <laughs> all these almost <laughs> I, I don't know. Olds. I don't. I don't know what a lot of other people look like in tenth grade, but I definitely did not look like Lana Lang. Like that's. Lana Lang, Lana Lang. Well, yeah, I didn't even, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even look like Chloe. Okay, like that's you know, <laughs> I didn't take that much effort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so so they're 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 talking like we learn that he's planning to graduate at the end of the school year, um, yes. and by pilot on night class and extracurriculars, and he needs that scholarship. Um, but Chloe's getting a bit hot under the collar and asks him for an interview in quotes after they. After they eye bang each other, uh-huh. and he responds yeah. by saying, "Only if he promises to go easy on him, because her reputation precedes her." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Hell no, I ain't going easy on you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're gonna have their little interview. So then, yeah, so their little fillers over, and now finally, Clark must finally arrive to the hospital. It took yes, two yes. two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but um, he, yet- he's getting some extra good hospital care. And could you tell immediately because this doctor wasn't just somebody who offhanded had one line and left the room that she was just going to be in the rest of the episode? Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Had, she, had, she had main character energy. Yes, for sure. No, yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. It was more than like one line because typically the doctor will just be like, okay, take two and call me in the morning. And yeah. like that. That's it. And then they'll leave the room. But yeah, no, she was like almost a full paragraph. Yeah. 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 That's a big extra scene. Um, Can I just say uh, mm. just really, really quick in this episode, I feel so bad for Martha, like almost the entire time and a little <laughs> bit of daddy Kent's little toxic masculinity starting to come out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's making me feel like that sausage just be getting a little bit smaller every time. Yep. Yeah. Cause he, <laughs> well, that's the thing is as she comes in, Clark's like, where were you? Yeah, like, right? Yeah, you should have been at home. I tried calling you. Yeah. And she's she was in a meeting. Like yeah. so yeah, like it pretty standard because she works like in an office setting with a she's like a, an executive assistant. There's going to be times where when you are an executive assistant, you're going to be in meetings and you can't have your effing phone on. Like I I just work at a bank and I can't have my freaking phone on during a yeah. meeting. And again, and again, it's one of those things like if she was there helping him, like what what more could have happened? Like Clark still would have gotten home when he when he got home, except yeah. the only difference would have been that Martha would have been trying to get the tractor off his leg and would not have been able to do it. Exactly, because like how yeah. how is she going to do it? Yeah, Ma- trust me, women women do not get that crazy baby saving strength when we have to save our husbands. It doesn't work. That doesn't work that way. We don't love husbands. <laughs> You're like break up the poison. <laughs> That's right. Finally, my time to shine. <laughs> it's my time to have fun. Jeez. 
Anyways, yeah. So that like they're the whole thing about them being like, oh, if you were here, and it it reconciles in the end. But like, oh my god, that made like my blood just totally boil. It's like, yeah. Arr. Yeah. So out in, out in the hall, Lex shows up and he's looking for a Doctor Bryce, and he has found her. Um, he has, and surprise, surprise, it's the doctor that was just in Daddy Kent's room. Yeah, and so he's like talking to her about how he wants to like recommend this uh, this doctor from Metropolis and make sure he gets the best of care. But all he really does by doing that is offend her. Yeah, she just gets super annoyed. You can and tell he apologizes, but she's just like, "Yeah, I'm used to having my uh, being second guest." Yes. And again, not only because she's a doctor, but also because she, her her testes are on the inside. Yes, yeah, she yes. wears she wears her her balls in inside the body. That's right. That's um, why we keep all of our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but even though their whole li- their little quote unquote meet cute is kind of going somewhat awkwardly, mm-hmm. like. Um, Lex is still, he's still trying. He's trying, mm-hmm. he's trying his best, you know, because you can tell he's interested and he totally wants to pick her up. <laughs> Hello, nurse. Yeah, pretty much. They Doc- totally eye-bang each other. There's a lot of eye-banging in this episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Lex looks at people and he's eye-banging them. So, like pretty much, said. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm actually quite surprised he was interested in the doctor because she does, she's not a high school student, so. Yeah, it's weird. She's like fully, completely legal. Yeah, it's not really yeah. his style. <laughs> We're so mean. We're so mean to poor Lex. <laughs> Look, dude, stop fucking throwing parties for kids. That's true. Yes. And telling meter maids to get a real job. Okay. Yes. They already hate themselves. They don't need to, any more motivation. They already don't. They already don't want that job. That's right. <laughs> Unless they were a hall monitor in high school, then they do. Yes. Yes. Or a safety patroller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so you can tell, uh, so like Clark shows up and interrupts them and she just informs him that they were discussing the state of small town medicine and she walks away. And it's like that thing where she's walking away and and like Lex w- looks after her for yeah, like, he a, like 30 seconds and then turns to Clark and Clark's just like, hoo <laughs> I love like once in a while. There's just those situations where he gives that grin. Yeah, it's his little, sh- it's his shit eating grin. But like you know, when used in the right context, yeah. it's so funny. Um, yeah, and uh, he basically tells Lex because he was asking about what his dad. Yeah, and then well, Clark mentions that he's more worried about his mom and like yeah. her her st- her stress. So I mean, like, okay, way to go, Clark. Like, where was that? back in the hospital room but whatever um and then he says and i love this little line but at least she didn't take a nine iron to a meter maid's car (laughs) 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 yeah i mean that thing is martha if you're wondering where clark gets his uh uh immediate reaction to anything going bad is to blame himself look no further than his parents Oh, at 100%. Like, it, sh- it showed the most, especially in the episode with, with Daddy Kent. Um, uh, the one with Grant, with Pop Pop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pop Pop. Anyways, yeah, yes, really that's where he gets it from. Yep. 
And then you get to that quick little cut before we leave the hospital of like Daddy Kent getting the crutches. And again, yeah. just being like the bruised ego, big buff man he is. And he's like, I can do it myself. <laughs> and he's like trying to hobble and he's like tripping all over himself and shit. Like it's so it's so comical to watch. He's like, Don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Yes. Um then uh, we cut to some more some more JTT time. Yeah, it's at the talent. It's interview time. And Chloe is, you know, just asking him more about this crazy workload he's doing. And he says that as an only child, he feels he needs to do twice as much. I call bullshit. I'm not an only child, but I still call bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that doesn't sound real. No, not at all. Um, one thing that I absolutely love about this scene is... Chloe and uh, Randy are legit in that coffee shop for all of five minutes. And it started with her bringing fresh coffee or at least a fresh beverage to their table. Yeah. And it ended with them not even touching it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's it's uh, this show does this shit all the time. <laughs> it was just that was very it was a funny observation. I had to rewind it just to make sure there was no time nobody, jump that I didn't notice. But like, yeah, nope, yeah. five yeah. minutes. Uh, he he makes a line about he literally says uh, there's more to life than Smallville and I yes. disagree <laughs> actually now JTT you can never be a guest star on this show okay there is nothing else but Smallville <laughs> there is only Smallville for you JTT <laughs> that's right <laughs> um, oh shit sorry I lost my notes too because I'm, I'm trying to find oh no I, I uh, so, so Chloe Chloe like they're they're talking and there's like an awkward moment where they're kind of looking at each other but then he reminds her he's like don't you have some kind of a deadline and she's like oh fuck um and uh she says yeah i, I do i need to go and he's like oh, i'll tag along and they can do something after yeah. Um, yeah, and this yeah, is and, and in it's like clark is showing up as this is being said and so he definitely catches some of it like he catches that because yes. yeah. uh, Chloe is acting really flustered and weird around Clark and goes to yeah. get the car and Ian's like, yeah, I'll get the check. And so him and Clark are walking over to the, uh, over to the till or whatever. Um, and he brings up shop class and Clark is pretty surprised when Ian tells him that he caught Adler in the hall after class and is definitely getting an A because he yeah. knows he's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then the best part is that then, like, Lana comes in and yeah. then JTT starts laying the freaking cool moves on Lana, like, yeah. right in front of Clark. Yeah, like, they they were supposed to, like, Lana and Clark were supposed to study some math stuff, but Ian's like, uh, how about I help you with that because I'm a smart and Clark is a dumb. <laughs> And she's totally into that idea. <laughs> They're like, let's conjugate some variables or <laughs> fucking some math shit. Who cares? <laughs> God. Um, yeah. And so, and you can see like Clark is clearly bothered because now he sees what has now like, you know, happened between the two, the two ladies. Yeah. Um, 
And you can, but also at this point, like, I feel like he's very annoyed because someone else is coming in to, like, save the day, essentially. Like, yeah, well, it's, the other thing, too, is, like, th this dude also, like, he just heard him make a date with Chloe. And when Lana says she's off in 10 minutes, he's like, yeah, no problem. And, like, Clark oh, makes yeah, a face, like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. And then Lana notices and asks him if he's okay. And he just does the usual Clark thing and fucking lies. Yes. Of yeah. course. That's what he's best at. <laughs> yeah. That's his main um, superpower. Lying. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, you can you can tell that like he's annoyed because yeah, someone's coming in to like kind of steal his, his girl who she's not even really his girl. Um but I, I feel like it was more than just like kind of the the friend lookout. I think it was like bothered because JTT can help her. When he wasn't able to, he had to blow her off. So, like, he gets to save Lana in that sense. And then, like, yeah, he made the plans with Chloe. So now he's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, brotherly protection. But then he's also like, oh, that's my girl. Yeah. And then, the like, af yeah. And after, and after Clark leaves, like, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Clark is just flustered. He's just like, I don't know what to do about this. Yeah. Uh, he leaves. <laughs> after he leaves, and there's a weird scene where Randy. Does he go home? Is he just? Does he just go to a closet? Is it that same I, room with the bathtub in it again? <laughs> okay, like, so that's initially what I thought. I was like, "Oh, where's the kid? Like, where's the, where's the dead floating guy?" <laughs> We're waiting for that camera to shift over and just a skeleton to be laying in a tub. Because it's it's yes. it's always shot the same way. It's like in darkness, but with like blue lighting, and there's just shit yeah. everywhere. Just random yeah. shit everywhere. And it's always those wire shelves. The yeah. wire shelves. It's yeah. always wire shelves. And so so they're at, I, they're in like the back room, I think, of the Talon. Because you know how the Talon has like all those storage areas and has a yeah. stage yep. and a backstage? I think that's where he is. I'm yeah, pretty and sure. So we get to see that he uh, is basically just has the same power as Luigi in Luigi's Mansion 3. He just can create a Gooigi. <laughs> A goo randy. A goo randy. <laughs> goo randy. <laughs> uh, and it was pretty disturbing. Like it was, uh, it was more disturbing than seeing Voldemort's head on the back of uh, Professor Quibble yeah. in the first Harry Potter movie. Like it was, it was worse. Yeah, he oh, comes, so he comes out of his own back. Yes. Oh, it was bad. And, uh. and he has to get naked for it to work, which makes sense. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to rip his clothes. But my question, well, it must have been in his backpack. Because as it happened, I was like, well, how does Goo Andy get, get a second pair of clothes? Yeah. But yeah. Randy must have had them in his backpack. He must have. That's a smart thing. Not yeah. not a dumb. That's a smart, not a dumb. That's, that is, that he's, that's him thinking on his feet. That's right. <laughs> um, And so now I love, again, we're going back to Daddy Kent. And his well, not even that. It's like we get that scene. We get the scene where he like splits in two, and then outside on the street, we see one Randy get picked up by Chloe, and then as yes. the car is pulling away from the curb, we see the second one walking out of the town with Lana. Yes. So, do you think the two the two Randys are like somewhat? like telepathically connected because how do they not accidentally run into each other? Like, you know? I would, I, 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 I wonder about that, like whether it's and, that sophisticated or not. 
And and is the is the goo Andy like an actual separate being that has its own emotions yeah. and thought processes, or is it just an extension of of Randy? Like spoiler, like the one that falls to his death at the end was that goo Andy, or was that was that Randy? See, I'm assuming it must have been Randy because then we never hear heads or tails of goo Andy ever again, and so I assume he just dissolved <laughs> into goo <laughs> into a puddle. Yes, right. <laughs> oh, or is he like yeah. did he lose like half of his intelligence now he's a dumb yeah he becomes a dumb <laughs> anyway we don't get answers to any of these questions we just get to speculate <laughs> yeah see i like when we can give those kinds of spoilers because yeah legit there's no answer to to our question <laughs> it does the answer doesn't exist <laughs> oh no <laughs> um okay but now we cut yes. to dk who again having a hard time letting go because he comes downstairs after telling clark that he slept in till 6 a.m how much more sleep does he need yeah um (laughs) and he's starting to list off all the chores he needs to do because you know clark is like you should Mm -hmm. take it easy you have a broken leg he's like no there's too much to do i gotta and then clark is like what mow the lawn i did that i did that that that. yep clean clean the chicken coop i freaking moved the tractor i milked the cows i moved the house like i did everything um (laughs) but you can tell that uh daddy can't he just he ain't having it he does not like that one little bit yeah and uh clark uh, notices Martha isn't dressed for work and she just informs them both that she's staying home until things settle down. Um, but he, yeah, he's not willing to take it easy. And like, he basically just uh, says that he can relax just as well, greasing the bearings on the tractor as he can sitting on the couch. The same tractor that just no, crushed his leg. Crushed, <laughs> just crushed his leg. He can't I think quit I, that tractor. I feel like I would need at least 48 hours before I could look at the thing that crushed my, my appendage, my leg. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that, that wound has to heal that inside wound. Yes. Literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Martha, of course, is still blaming herself, but Clark reminds her that she can't be in two places at once. Oh, nah. <laughs> Uh, yes. And again, I hate it. I hate it. I hate how Martha feels so guilty. She's a freaking girl boss. Okay. She is out there making that money. Yeah. And she, she's like, she, it's a good line delivery because she's just kind of, she almost snaps at Clark when she's like, well, maybe that might be true, but, uh, I should try to be where I'm needed. Well, she's, yeah, she's annoyed. Like she's just overwhelmed, which is like super understandable because she basically went into the farm. She thinks of the farm as their partnership, which technically it is. But Clark even said like, you got the job so you can help the farm, which is true. They couldn't even afford to feed their effing animals. Like, yeah. like they needed a second stream of income. I mean, it's just common sense people. It's just common sense. Yep. And then we, were, we go over to the school where we see that shop class is canceled for the day. Uh, do a sudden case of death. Do a, yeah, they, they don't. Oh, yeah, he's just. Uh, I don't know. He just didn't show up for work. Um, oh, that's so weird. But, uh, as they start walking down the uh, the hallway, Pete catches a glimpse uh, and starts shipping Landy, which is which is <laughs> Lana and Randy. <laughs> Landy. Landy. 
um, and they are definitely having a steamy exchange at uh, at Lana's locker. Well, it's, it, it doesn't even start that way. Like it seems like he's just kind of he's he's thanking mm. her for the recommendation, and she's like, "Yeah, no mm. problem. You're helping with my math." And like before, she's kind of even gotten the whole sentence out. He just kind of leans in and kisses her, which mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the way, it, mm-hmm. yeah, the way it's <laughs> yeah, but the way it's played, it like. She has almost like a shocked reaction, and I don't know if it's well, because he did it in public, because it, it, I, it's implied I that they might have made out the night before too. Yes, yeah, I guess that's true. Why? So I would assume. Well, okay, I would assume she would be shocked because it's in public because he's already told her like, "Don't tell Chloe." Yes. So she's probably like, oh, "Why are you doing this in public? Chloe could see us at any moment." Um, but you can't tell me it was totally a steamy exchange from the very get go because any guy that comes up to talk to a girl at her locker and has his arm up, and he's leaning so casually over her open locker door, mm-hmm. that ain't no just you know bullshit <laughs> shit, shit back and forth exchange. Okay. You're just it's like I know I know the the dance the ritual. I, <laughs> I have seen it many a time, my friend. <laughs> so yeah. that so that was why, like for me, when she was so surprised, I was like, Lana, come on, really? Are you this naive that you just think that no man in this world wants you? Like, that's impossible. Like that's how that's what I took away from it. Is she scared to fly? She is she that naive? naive? <laughs> uh anyway, so he kisses her and then Clark sees that. And, uh, but Randy says, also Randy, as he walks away, uh, says for her to page him. Uh, so you see kids, <laughs> pagers, <laughs> like these little devices that you could basically notify someone that you wanted them to call you. That's really all they could do. Yep. That was it. It was kind of like your portable voicemail machine, but it wasn't, uh, didn't record any voices. Yeah. It was just, you know, somebody has called you or somebody wants you to call them. And it was, uh, but weirdly later in the episode, there are fucking cell phones that are used. So. (laughs) Well, this probably before text messaging and before, you know, phone books in the cell phones. Oh, absolutely. A hundred (laughs) percent before the Blackberry. Yeah, that's right. And the Palm (laughs) Pilot. The Palm Pilot. Uh, But Clark comes in. I love how Clark comes in, too. He, like, legit just storms in like the jelly jellyfish he is. He is so jelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, so how was was your study date? How was your study date, guys? Must have gone well. Uh, Doesn't seem like you spent a great deal of time studying. (laughs) He basically comes up mid-kiss between Lana and JTT and just, like, shoves their faces away from each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Enough. (laughs) Like he, Um, she's just like, yeah, she's like, he basically the extent of the math help was he showed her one, one shortcut that allowed her to like figure it out on her own. And then they just basically spent the rest of the night making out. Pretty much. Yeah. She's like, oh, that was pretty much all the studying we did. She's (laughs) like, and she's like, we're going to watch, we're going to go to a movie tonight. uh, Maybe. Yeah. And then this is where Clark mentions that he saw you know randy had stood chloe up just to be with lana yeah and lana of course goes like full on the defense and is basically like she thinks she's she thinks that he's jealous um and basically says like don't don't come at me without the receipts okay you got accusations to make i want to see the receipts 
Yeah, and like he, she mentions that Chloe and her were unpacking for an hour last night, and she didn't say a thing to her. So he really, she really doubts it, right? Like, it's, yeah. And, and again, it was because she said, like, "Oh yeah, uh, I know about Chloe having a little crush on Randy. He told me last night, but he just said he doesn't, in, he's not interested in her, and we just have to keep our relationship secret for a bit." Which, like, come on, like, yeah. Ugh. Were we all this stupid in high school? Like, I just really want to know. Were we all this dumb? Yeah, we were all fucking idiots. God damn it. All right, fine. Yep. <laughs> There's a yeah. benefit to getting older, everybody. It's just getting a little bit wiser. Not much, but a little. Speaking of fucking idiots, Lex shows up to his anger management class. And <laughs> instead of running into Jack Nicholson, uh, he rents into <laughs> Dr. Bryce. Yeah. Although, and that she- would be a good that would be a good movie poster. <laughs> <laughs> anchor management. Oh, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. But what what movie is it from? With Jack Nicholson An- that he's in? Anger management. Anger. What? Yeah. It's Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson, and I can't remember uh, what her name. Anyways, yeah, it's that will be that would be a good poster. Okay, hold on. I need to see it. Keep keep. Okay. Dr. Bryce is there, uh, and apparently she's there for drop-kicking an orderly. <laughs> and her line of, like, what are you here? Did you demean your butler? Ooh, Dr. Bryce, you spicy. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's so funny because, like, they're telling each other what they did. So he tells her what she actually did. And you, if you listen really closely, you can actually hear the sound of a distant waterfall saying, Sploo. <laughs> i mean it, it was the same effect on me until he started being a total dick yeah for that yep. for that i was like oh yeah but uh but lex apparently senses the moisture because he asks her out immediately after that but she turns him down and he's like why like why why she's like i is that it's like i'm not against dating classmates or I'm against dating you specifically. And we learn that they met previously. And he doesn't remember. And Lex remember. doesn't remember. Yep. At least not right away. Yeah. 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 It, it will all come to light in, in the end. But she, she definitely needs to give him a good, like, you know, don't remember me. F off, Lex. Poor yeah. guy. He can't catch a break. He can't catch a break. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, we go back to the, the oh, yeah, ooh, and now the next, the next confrontation. Torch. Yeah, Torch and Clark and Chloe, and it does, yes. it goes worse, <laughs> because <laughs> it goes, and that's yeah. an understatement, like, he yeah. start asks, he, uh, you know, starts asking questions about Ian and what she thinks about him and tries to warn her about being careful about what he saw in the hall, like, he's just spilling the tea, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But again, again, because of their past, like Chloe mm-hmm. just sees Does it as, as jealous boyfriend, right? Yeah, doesn't yeah. believe him. And then she she hits him back with like, it's, uh, you know, it's hard to imagine Lana being passed over for me. Like, I, I know that seems out, out to lunch, but it's possible. Like, she. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the way the exchange goes is like, he's like, oh, you're just trying to stop a little old me from getting burned again. And she told tells Clark about what Randy told her about keeping their thing a secret to spare Lana's right. feelings. And Clark asks her, 
and you believe that and that's what sets her off because it's like it's really she takes it as him thinking no one would ever pick her over lana right right yeah which again like any rational thinking woman who's i guess past the age of of sophomore um would understand like you don't you don't just hide a relationship like that's uh that's not a thing nope uh the um i think yeah they they basically cut like she leaves she like like clark tries to call after but she's gone she fucking gets out of there but outside the school clark catches up to ian to try to talk to him and warn him off of them like he's just kind of like he's like i know what you're doing with my with with lana and chloe i think that is shitty um, and then jtt but- hits him with the i guess i'll learn from the master Boom! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, because that's the thing is, both of them have told him stuff about, like, enough about Clark that he has ammunition against him. Right. Right. <laughs> yep. And what what did he say? He says, "Oh, um, how Clark is just Clark- jealous that Lana and Chloe want to be with somebody who's going somewhere." Yeah. Yes. And Clark giving Lana so many mixed signals. What was it? He could like mess up like a radio waves or something like that. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so as as uh, he's Ian's walking away, Clark's like, "Hey, I know uh, Adler's giving you a C." So funny that he's sick today. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Hmm. And basically, JTT tells him to fuck off. Yeah. The plot. Like thickens. later. Later. Later, Clark. Clark, I'm uh, I'm out to bang your ladies. <laughs> yeah. So Randy will go bang some ladies, and Clark and Pete will break and enter. That's <laughs> again. I put cut to Clark and Pete's fave pastime again: breaking and entering. <laughs> <laughs> this is I, I, honestly. I wish I had kept the tally because in season one they did this did this a number of times, and in this season they've done it at least four times. Yeah. And it's they were only on insane. episode like nine. Yeah. <laughs> nine or ten. Yeah. Uh, so this time they break into the shop class, and now even Pete is like, Ugh, what are we freaking looking for, Clark? He's just sick. It doesn't matter. Like, Pete is so annoyed that he's there. <laughs> I love the scene where Pete opens the door to the closet and then turns <laughs> around to face Clark so that the body can fall on him. <laughs> Okay, and also the body that's definitely been dead for more than 24 hours, but is still super floppy, like a fresh body. Yeah. Ain't no rigor mortis in that sucker. (laughs) (laughs) Something would snap off. Yeah. (laughs) And then he freaks out. So, you know what, Pete? Shut your face. Sometimes Clark needs you for more than just coming in a jar. Yes. All right. This time you shit your pants. That's right. Exactly. And then what happens? The whole freaking shop goes up in flames. Yeah, it goes up in flames and Clark like blocks Pete out of the way of the explosion because like there's a barrel, exploding barrel there for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> it's a very uh, unsafe shop. Yeah. So he turns his head and sees Randy just walking by. And I'm like, I was trying to like, is he seeing t- to the outside of like, like outside? Because in the background, it looks like Randy is walking by in like a parking lot or something. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. in the school or anything. He just walks by. Well, and but Clark think of it this blinks. way, though: most most shop classes are usually close to the school parking lot. That's so true. I was just, fig- I figured they were in like the automotive side of the shop class. <laughs> yeah, yes, and they uh, were in the Mopar area. 
<laughs> yeah. And uh, but Clark like blinks or something, and Randy's just gone. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder if like Randy gets to make out with the girls, and Goo Andy gets to do all the dirty work. I would assume so. Like, if I could make a clone that was perfectly, like, linked to me, if that's the situation we're talking and it's not a, a completely separate being, I would definitely do that. I want to experience all the touchy-touchy bad times. And I'd have my clone do all the shit work. Yeah, and I guess that, that, that I guess, would uh, strengthen the <clears throat> the theory that they are telepathically linked. Because then at least while he is trying to burn Clark alive, he's also like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm making it with Chloe. Yeah, exactly. So he can share some of the dopamine and send it over to his clone side. Yeah. Right? So Keep Clark him interested. But yeah, Clark. So like it cuts from there straight to Clark just walking into Chloe's house. <laughs> I know. He keeps turning on the light and entering. And just but just turning on the light like he's caught them like he's like a fucking like a dad he's he's the dad that caught them that's right yeah and they're they're making out on the couch and then right there he's like you did it you freaking killed the teacher like just without wasting a breath yeah yeah he's like you just tried to kill me and you killed the, and you killed the adler <laughs> oh god i love it and then yeah of course like perfect alibi he's been like sucking chloe's face for the last three, three hours, hours apparently and then, you know, like they still face. have all their clothes on after three hours well if they're only in the 10th grade i yeah, would hope after three hours they still have their clothes on come I on yes i guess <laughs> abstinence is the only way paul <laughs> we know we know this <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, and okay, so then, 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 ooh, we cut to the Talon where I finally get to see my first employee that isn't Lana. Right? There's finally a worker in the background. Yeah, I saw her too. I'm like, hooray! Hooray! <laughs> oh, I love it. And then, yeah, and then again, Clark just barging in, being like, where's Chloe? And, what is Chloe? And Lana is like uh, taking a statement, uh, and like is just pissed because oh, yeah. you accused him of killing a teacher. <laughs> and again, she's like, "You're just jealous. Stop being so jealous. Like, who the f is just jealous and accusing other people of murder?" <laughs> yeah, but Lana, uh, Lana was told by Chloe that they were finishing up an interview when Clark busted in, and Clark's like, "Hey, uh, does she always just make up, ma- make out with uh, her interview subjects?" Yeah, right. Um, and, and he even says, he's like, what kind of guy asks a girl to keep herself secret? Even Clark knows the 10th grade boy. Yeah. Is he's grabbing onto the freaking thing. And then she's like, oh, secrets. Surprised you guys aren't fast friends yet. Like they are just low blowing each other, like Oof, all yeah. over the place and not in a sexy way. No, no the, these are not good blows. These are low blows. They, they are right below the belt. She and she's like she doesn't like obviously does not buy what he's selling at all. Um, no, but he just is tell he just tries to tell her that they're both being played because he's told uh, the same thing that he told Lana. He told Chloe about keeping things a secret, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the scene at the hospital where like Bryce is just in a room doing something and Lexus just appears behind her. Yeah. <laughs> like the Undertaker I, in that meme. 
<laughs> I assume he just he just owns everything in the town. So he just goes where he freaking pleases. Yeah. It's yep. like, oh, this hospital that I own. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he finally, Lex finally comes and like uh interrupts her and tells her about the last time they met. Uh-huh. Had seen each other. And he was super, super wasted in the hospital and she was the one who had to be with him while he vomited himself to death basically and probably shat all over himself and had to get him to sober up Mm -hmm. sexy super fun super fun time but he made a great impression right but his really great first impression helped uh in dr bryce's words helped her decide to like leave the big city yeah and and then you know, Lex takes her backhanded compliment as pretty much like a, a real compliment yeah. and is essentially like, oh, well, I won't feel bad then because, you know, I, I stole a doctor who probably would have been fixing big celebrities noses, um, you know, yeah. and I brought her to small town to actually practice like real medicine or whatever. Yeah. And they, they have a bit of a commis- they commiserate a little bit about trying to disappoint their fathers. Yes, because Dr. Bryce's dad is a plastic surgeon, like world renowned. And yeah. then she she's like, yeah, he wanted me to like join his practice. But I said no. And we haven't spoken since. So they yeah. both got daddy issues. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, OK, well, I guess I'll see you in class. And then he's walking away and she's like, ah, 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 I'm off in 10 minutes. <laughs> Why is everybody off in just 10 and minutes? Now they're going to get to go do something. And when. When they say, see, you see children, when two adults say they're going to go do something, <laughs> and Lex's eyes gleam like that. Right. It was a Netflix and chill without the Netflix, okay? It was just right to chill. <laughs> it was Redbox and chill. At, that's at, right. <laughs> probably Blockbuster yeah, right. and chill. It was a Blockbuster and chill. But again, minus that Blockbuster. The, the tape probably just made it into the VHS player. Yeah. I mean, DVD player, Blu-ray, DVD, DVD. Uh, there was there was no Blu-ray yet. Okay, <laughs> DVD player. Those existed by then. <laughs> CDs. <laughs> and he put it into his PS2. <laughs> he put it into his eight-track player. <laughs> <laughs> he put the, he put the slides into his projector, and started the show. Click, click, and away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, at the farm, uh, Clark shows Pete some interesting information on Randy. And his ability to apparently take classes at community college and at high school at the same time. Like he has his schedule or something. Yeah. Which, how did he get that, by the way? Again, it's just those things that I just found this information. There's paper. (laughs) This went on the Google. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but he needs to get some proof. And Pete's like, well, we're not going to get any help from Lana and Chloe. Uh, but or like, are we? we will <laughs> put that pager to work boys yeah and we so yeah we cut to ian uh knocking on chloe's door but finding she's not home uh and then like he's walking back to his car and we see clark watch him get back in and then uh meanwhile goo andy steps <laughs> out of the talon and asks pete if he's seen lana and then they call each other and like, so? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yep, there's definitely, we're seeing double. It's happening. It's a it's thing. Happening. It's real. So it's good that it's like, it's finally confirmed because I, I will say this whole episode has me so frustrated. Like the whole jealousy thing, the trope is like, it's so annoying to watch. 
I hate when you know somebody is right and they keep trying to convince everybody that they're right, but then the people that want to believe they're wrong are just assholes. Yeah. But like, then still, still the working theory is that they're just twins. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So, I guess that's true. I feel like at the end of the episode, that should hit Clark different, knowing that he basically sent one of these dudes to the to his death. It doesn't hit him at all. But it, he but pretty we, much just walks out. We don't even get to see what happened to the... Anyway, we'll get to that, but um, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, they, they're, they're right in their suspicions, and then we cut to the torch... Um, and the phone is ringing and Chloe is like rolling her eyes because Clark is going to try to warn Chloe, uh, but she Mm -hmm. won't answer the phone and she hears the door close and assumes it's Ian, but it's actually Lana and they have an awkward conversation. They basically just like apologize for just being stupid girls, essentially. Yeah. Like, you know, she's like, oh, I was seeing... I was seeing Randy and I shouldn't have kept it from you. And then Chloe's like, I was seeing, I, I'm seeing goo Andy. So, you know, <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> He's pretty gooey. He's pretty gooey. Like and then it's, a, it's like making out with a, with a gummy candy. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> so then you get, you get uh, JTT. He enters with all of that toxic masculinity, basically saying that those two girls combined are like almost his equal, almost so close. Yeah, it totally, it totally is like like. But even even right before he comes in, Chloe is like really down on herself because she's like, oh, I thought maybe somebody might actually like me for a change, but nope. Owen two. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, yeah, like they're, they're just finishing patch kind of patching things up when he walks in and he's just kind of like, Oh, he's like, well, he, and then he kind of figures out, uh, well, I guess she, she, like Chloe says something like, uh, ask him if he's there for the two for one special and yeah, rather than yeah. be surprised or like say anything, he just like, oh, could I really, could you really blame me? He's like wanting yeah, to be the with prettiest the girls. smartest, prettiest girls in school. And then, yeah, like, he's like, you're almost my equal. Come on. <laughs> I love how those backhanded compliments, like, you're so pretty, Ugh. but you're also like. He's just negging. He's negging them. Yes. Yes. Negging. Exactly. Uh, um, he, and then, and then he, then how, okay. How does he get them? Oh, he comes in and like locks the door essentially. Yeah. He figures out that they didn't page him. Right. Uh, and then he locks the door and he says, yeah, I'm just, they ask what he's doing. He's like securing my future, but uh, yours don't look so bright. And then he chases them around the room and Goo Andy's <laughs> there. Goo Andy meets them on the other side. And, and asks them if they'd pretty- like a double date. It's a, a double dip. <laughs> <laughs> um and then, so then it just like cuts, like again to like Clark. I think is it Clark and Pete? Clark, yeah, and, Clark Pete and Pete arrive at the torch slightly too late, and the only thing they find is a suicide note on Chloe's iMac. <laughs> the dumbest suicide note I think I've ever ever written. I'm like wow, we're so, we're so in love, but we have to die now. <laughs> we have to kill ourselves because we can't live in this world if we can't have Ian. Is essentially like what the note says, which is like no one in their right mind would believe that Lana and Chloe. Chloe wrote something so stupid. <laughs> they're, they're like, make love to us, Randy, please. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, so, 
we cut to that the dam scene where like it shows the top of the vehicle and the Randys get out of the vehicle at the same time. But when they drag the girls out, they're not even bound or anything. Like they're not tied up. They could have no. just gotten out of the fucking car at any time. Right? <laughs> like at uh, any time. And wasn't one of them one of them was in the front seat and one yes. of them was in the back seat. Yeah. So like how is the driver, how is driver Randy gonna subduce a like a apparent like what i would be assume would be a flailing lana or chloe like in the passenger seat and how did nobody in smallville not notice yeah as they're driving through town like there's just like a car swerving all over the road right (laughs) but anyway they he drags them out and like they have not you know made any attempt to escape um chloe breaks free um but gets tackled and is just knocked unconscious immediately So easily. Yeah. Uh, and then you got you got Goo Andy going and he's trying to get Lana and Lana's putting up like this huge fight. So, yeah. you know, Randy's like, hey, Goo Andy. Or my, Goo Andy's my, like, hey, Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, like so. So um, so Randy's carrying uh, like Chloe to the edge to toss her over. And he just fucking chucks her over. Like, I didn't remember he, him even being able to successfully do it, but he does. And it's just... Kind of rolls her. I, yeah, just kind of rolls her over the edge. And there's just, like... <laughs> like, he... Clark super falls. Okay, but before... And before we even get to the catch, let's just for one moment appreciate how zero disregard, zero fucks are given for the physics in this show. Because, again, yeah. the special effects is obviously Chloe who is being held, but yeah. now she is falling. So back is still arched, arms yeah. are still down, yeah. past her back, her yeah. head is tilted back. Like yeah. nothing nothing yeah. is flailing in the wind yeah. as she's Just falling like, through they, the air. They, they they like cut and pasted an in a picture of her and just had that fall through the air. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he, it's Clark really is able to super speed fall faster than her uh, and then catch her but then instead of just leaving her down there to like you know she's safe there he super speeds her back up top and then puts her down and Goo Andy like grabs a pipe <laughs> and, and tries to smack it against him and, and, and goes and and he does hit Clark with it, but Clark's just like, fuck you, and just grabs him and throws him. And, like, it's so weird because, like, on this bridge, there's just a weird sign yeah. that's, like, made of plastic. <laughs> and, like, and he just bounces off of it. And I love how that looked way better than Chloe falling. Like, holy crap. <laughs> Ra- Randy took a good fall on that one. Or at least yeah, a stun yeah. double did. And then Lana, uh, like, Randy's uh, gonna toss Lana over. Um, and then they both go they over because she's, yeah. she's a fighter. Yeah, yeah. She and uh, some ju- Clark, and then jujitsu. So then Clark comes and he, you know, she yells for him. He comes. He's trying to help her up, but then you've got JTT who's clinging onto her boot. Yeah. yeah. And then you know she just gives him one good swift kick to the face, and down he goes. Yeah, like Clark, yeah. She she's just falling when Clark grabs her hand. Yeah, and then he yes. falls to his death. And so just based off of like my head cannon of that scene is that real Randy fell and Goo Andy is the one that Clark threw through the sign. 
Okay. But I don't, so again, wait, wait. does it matter but, which one is Goo Randy and which one is Randy? I still say that, like, yeah, it was, um, if he comes back, then it, to me, it would have to be freaking real Randy that was, was thrown into the sign. Yeah. And it was Goo Andy that fell to his death. Because honestly, like, seriously, I'm like, there's no way the clone could survive. I, I just don't feel like that. But again, we don't know. They don't ever explain, like, how they're connected. So are they just two halves of the same person? Is it just a duplicate person and they're both the exact same, like, yeah. on every level? Like, we don't really know. Um, but what? I, but yeah, what I absolutely hate, and everyone listening, we were talking about it at the beginning of the episode. We were all like, "What happened to Randy? Like, Goo Andy? Is it real? Is it fake? Like, did the guy follow this death? What happened? That is all we hear or see of with Randy. That's it. That, that, no also, more. I was just thinking about this. There's a scene where Clark is comforting Lana. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chloe is laying 50 feet away, face down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no one gives a fuck about Chloe, so who cares? <laughs> God. Oh, I love it. Oh my, oh, my God. So, yeah, it was such a stupid, stupid scene. It was so, so dumb. I just, this, to me, like, this part of it was such poor writing. Very, very sloppy. Very yeah, sloppy. it was just like, it was kind of, it was a climax, but, like, they were just like, well, how do we end this when we only have, like, five minutes of runtime left in the show? we'll leave it we'll leave it on a cliffhanger we'll never explain the situation yeah i mean i guess like i wonder if if like in the writers writers room they knew already that they were going to bring randy back at some point or whether it's just sort of but then so then my question i guess i shouldn't i shouldn't ask but i am gonna ask but don't spoil it for me okay is it real randy in the in the next episode that we see him in or is it goo andy because it's or, two of it's two of him again. Oh man! Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Um, it, you know what it actually reminds me of is like if he comes back. It you remember um the nineteen nineties Spider Man cartoon like the good one. Yeah. With the really with the computer animation kind of thrown yeah. in there. Oh yeah. Um, remember uh, before they kind of ended the show, it was all about Marianne's clone. Oh yeah, Mary Jane came back and she Mary was Jane, actually, yeah, Mary Jane. And she, and she was actually like uh like hydro girl yeah yeah so yeah. she wasn't actually real but they had like lived a whole freaking like first few years of happy marriage together and everything yeah. so that's what it i don't know why but that's that episode or that season of spider-man just kind of like popped into my head the whole time i was watching this and i was like oh if it's his goo andy self and he just doesn't know it's his goo andy self and if he comes back like does he just eventually just like disintegrate into like a pile of goo <laughs> 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 Goo Andy. I can't believe. <laughs> well, now uh, I'm not going to know what kind of movie poster to use. Should I use a Goo and a Goo Luigi? So, yeah, either it's either it's either the cover of Luigi's Mansion, but with like, with Jonathan no, I would have to. I would have to find a good shot of like Goo Luigi coming, coming out of Luigi and yeah. then just like put ridiculous faces of Jonathan Taylor Thomas on both of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's that or the anger management thing. Or the anger, which I just I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, he was in that movie. <laughs> I was thinking because when I think when I think Jack Nicholson, I always think of the movie as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but that always just uh, whatever. Anyways, yeah. So we never hear heads or tails of Randy ever again, at least in this episode. He, he dead. 
as far it, as we it know. cuts yeah cuts right to the kent farm after yeah. clark verifies that at least lana's okay fuck chloe yeah. but yeah. lana's okay uh and then on the farm we learn that lana and chloe are okay um yes shook up but okay but uh and and then like they're like are you sure they didn't see you use your powers <laughs> Um, no no mention of are you sure you're okay that you legit like kind of just had a hand in the death of somebody i mean it's not the first time he's killed somebody directly Uh, i guess that's (laughs) true but but again not even the kents mention randy mm -hmm. like they don't bring any of it up yeah yeah nope and Um, you have you have mommy kent and she's obviously trying to finance her way out of their situation so that she doesn't have to have a job. Yeah, and then again, they talk about like that that Luther shaped elf into the room of whether she's going to keep her job, and she is going to keep her job, which is great. It's good. Yes, because Daddy Kent finally comes down and admits he's being a fucking dick. Yeah, yep. And he just kind of says he's like, you know, I wasn't actually mad that you weren't there with the tractor, a doy. Um, he just feels. Like, lately, he's been a lesser priority because work has just taken up a lot of her time. Poor, poor Daddy Kent. Right? I'd be like, isn't the whole point of, like, farming to be, like, so you can be away from everybody? (laughs) Isn't this (laughs) what you wanted? Yeah, you wanted the solo life. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know they they kissy kissy make up and then they go upstairs to give uh, you know Daddy Kent his sponge bath. Yes, <laughs> sponge got a, got, got a sponge of sausage. Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, all right, and then uh, we cut to the Lana and Chloe talking about what happened, and they agree that there won't be any more secrets between them. Yes, and Chloe says she feels like a mutant magnet and. Then yeah, that, then Lana's like, well yeah, it's only it only went this far because we didn't talk to each other, yeah. and uh, then Lana's like, let me just go first. I just gotta fold this laundry, then I gotta go vacuum, wash the floor, clean the gutters out, and make dinner. <laughs> Chloe's like, hold up, you're not Cinderella. <laughs> uh, but it's true, yeah. Lana like she even says she's like, oh, I guess I kind of have like abandonment issues because Lana is basically going full like I have to earn my keep. For staying yeah. here yeah. and chloe's just like no you can't leave your fucking shit on the floor don't make your bed like just yeah. freaking cuss, cuss at my dad whatever it's fine do whatever you want <laughs> yeah and she she <laughs> says that chloe tells lana she doesn't have to earn the right to be part of the family yes which is very sweet that's very sweet yeah uh and then uh, the last scene rat it's so crazy we didn't get a loft scene the entire episode oh uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um you're right this t- in- instead right now we get the talon yeah with lana and chloe yeah and clark says this fucking thing to them he's like i'm i'm disappointed in you both oh i hate that it's, it's just fuck- such a so tone deaf. after everything that has just happened between martha and jonathan figuring it out he was right there for it too he was like right? looking at them and like he should have been taking that on. Yep. Yep. But he's a dumb boy. Yep. And makes them feel bad about themselves. Even though they 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 did apologize. And don't get me wrong, I know where he's coming from. Like he was pissed off because he was just treated like a jealous boyfriend the whole time when he was like concerned. But you yeah. can't t- you can't tell me that he wasn't still jealous. Like, come on now. Yeah, and like I think Chloe, it's Chloe who points out that there, there's a lot of history between them at this point. So how can they like separate that? But Clark is like, look, if 
if they, he asked them if they want to just be friends, they should just be friends. And they're like, well, is that what you want? And he takes a beat to say, yes, it is. And, and then like, Lana okay, even looks, but Lana even looks disappointed. Like Lana yeah. looks like, oh, but like, you know, Clark's not just going to like look at Lana and be like, yeah, I choose you like in front of yeah. Chloe. So yeah. even, even if he wanted to like that poor taste, right? Poor taste. He's already being a major dickweed. He doesn't need to be, make himself even worse. Um, yeah. And then like, he just kind of, he kind of says, all right, I'm, I'm out. And then he walks outside and he kind of is just like meandering his way down the street. But, like, when he leaves, yeah. why the fuck does it cut to him and showing that he's, like, smiling? I'm like, are you are you proud of yourself, Clark? Yeah. Proud of yourself? Why are you, little, why are you stoked? You know, like, what, right? I, thought, I thought for sure he'd walk out and, like, be smiling at first and then stop smiling and then walk away. But, but no, he no, just smiles just, the whole time. He's just like, I'm stoked. He practically freaking kicks his heels and skips down the road. <laughs> and then it does it does it does like the like Looney Tunes like end where like circle the circle closes it. And he's like, that's all folks. That's all folks. <laughs> and it's actually goo Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Um yeah, so there's um so that is the end of the episode, and I've definitely got some thoughts. Yeah. Um that we mostly covered like in the in the episode, but it's so if we were to rate it, um, I am going to give my rating. I'm only going to give this episode like two goo andies and one extra pair of goo andy feet out of five. And my re my reason being is because like I just I I mm, there's so much more than normal just toxic of everything in this episode. Um, you know, you start off with Lex again, starting off good with, you know, beating up the meter maid's card. You know, he, he, he was hot out the gate and then he just turned around and was just a rich douchebag. Then you got daddy Kent who's pissed off that Martha wasn't there to lift a tractor off of his leg. Then you have freaking daddy Kent who's pissed off that he has to have crutches. Then you got freaking Lana and Chloe and Clark all jealous and mad at each other the entire time for all of the wrong reasons. That like it just kept yeah. effing piling. It just it felt like all of their worst sides were exposed in this episode except for Martha because she's a saint at this point yeah. she's still the same um, there was a so, lot of drama there was a lot of drama in this week's episode there really was and it just really pisses me off that they did not do anything with the the aftermath of when freaking randy or goo andy fell to their death honestly and like that's the thing is like i i think it's a pretty middle of the road episode too but just like if i just rate if i'm only rating the episode based off of its merits yeah, it's yeah. probably maybe a two, two and a half Goo Andes, but because we created Goo Andy, it's three. <laughs> it's three. Okay. okay. Because the word Goo Andy came out of this episode, it's a three, it's a three Goo Andes. I'm giving it, I'm giving it three Goo Andes. Oh, Goo Andy, you got off lucky to, this week. This week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, that is the one good thing that came out of it. Yes. Confirm. Yeah. yeah um but yeah no in the grand scheme definitely wasn't my favorite they've had better episodes that's for sure so definitely what are you gonna do what are yeah, you gonna do definitely uh so um while i do our socials do you want to find out what we're doing for next week 
Absolutely, I do. And you can and you can do that. And I will do the socials really quick. So okay. again, if you uh, if you like and enjoy the show uh, on your podcatcher or however you're listening, just give it a rating and a and a review, and we can move up the ranks of Smallville podcasting. Hell yeah! Uh, we've we've got some competition out there, but uh, I don't think many of them f- can think of Goo Andy. They're definitely lacking in imagination. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Yes. Absolutely. Um, but if you want to find us on Twitter, uh, I'm at Ozluop, and Ashley is at GamerMomCA, and you could also find her on YouTube and on Twitch at that same that that same handle. And for the show, we've got Save Us Pod on Twitter and Save Us Pod at gmail.com and you can send us a message on the Anchor app. Uh, just leave us a quick voicemail. And we promise that at some point when we have some of those, we will play them at the start of an episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, depending on the content. Okay, if you're cussing us out and it's not justified. If it's justified, it's fine. If it's not justified, okay, we're going gonna to cancel those little those little tidbits. And actually, then we're going to dig some dirt up on you, and then we're going to swat your house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start a fight with the internet. <laughs> Bring it on, internet. I'm here. I'm here for it. <laughs> But no, you're right. Yeah, leave us a voicemail message. We like we want to we want to interact. We like interacting. It's a good time for everybody. Um, you know, we want we want to try to grow a little bit if we can, so that we can bring more good stuff. Like we want to we we've got other ideas. We want to bring got, them to fruit. We've got fruition. some. We've got some dastardly plans in the works. We do, yes. but we need we need we just need to know that you guys are listening to us and that we have your support. Give yes. us your support. Give please. it to us, please. Please. Oh God. All right. So what are we what are we watching? What are we watching next week? So next week <clears throat> next week on Smallville Skinwalkers. Dun, dun, dun. While dirt biking with Pete, Clark falls into a cave and discovers two hidden treasures. Ancient Native American inscriptions that hold the key to his identity. What? And a beautiful girl whom he believes to be his soulmate. Desperate to preserve the writings, Clark pits father against son by enlisting Lex's help in stopping Lionel's construction crew from demolishing the cave. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So this episode, and granted, it's been a while since I've seen this, but probably five years or so, but I remember the the Native American aspect of this being fairly poorly handled. Oh, no. Like it being pretty cringy and like doing the thing where whenever there's a Native American person on screen, there's just pan flutes playing in the background and shit. No, no. And uh, and, uh, so I'm very sorry about that. And it really, timing-wise, could not be worse because uh, the episode will come out right after we've had here in Canada, we have a national holiday uh, for truth and reconciliation. And I just hope that we can do right by the show and still have a good time, but also, yeah, it's, 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 I don't remember it being a great episode. It has some cool lore for Superman stuff, Yeah, but yeah, uh, I don't remember it. You know, 
good. I I feel like the only way to make at least our podcast episode good is just to like a just not be racist, which is like pretty easy. Yeah, extremely <laughs> not, easy. It's not, yeah, it's not hard to just not be an asshole. Um, and also to just read the all the terrible bits to fucking filth. Just read it to shit. There's going to be so much ripping on how awful and terrible the choices they made for this episode will be. Yeah, I'm, I want to do I want to try to maybe do a little bit of research into like who they consulted for stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, there's a couple a couple of the actors in the episode are like legit uh, like uh, like First Nations actors, like the the guy who plays the like main researcher kind of scientist, is mm-hmm. like a dude who has been in a lot of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember his name. I it's I'm drawing a blank right now, but he 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 looks like okay. So it's the gentleman. It's the gentleman with the long hair, right? The long, yes. with the ponytail. Okay. Oh, is he on North of 60? I'm almost positive he was. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of indigenous people are on North of 60 in yeah. general. But like, yeah, he definitely reminds me of someone off of North of 60. Or, oh, no, you know who he actually reminds me of? It's definitely not him. But he very much reminds me of, um, you know, in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um. Uh. Ooh, who's the guy that runs the casino? Yeah. I, again, uh, my I brain is Anyways. mush. But yeah, so like, again, we probably will open that episode with a little bit of like a warning yeah Um, yeah you know like it's it it's it's a show that unfortunately uh came out during a time where a lot of uh a lot of care wasn't really taken with these kind of things no right no these Um, these things definitely weren't like thoroughly thought of uh you know back then times have definitely changed um but uh, you know to I'm sure it's not so bad that it's like it should be taken down because honestly, no. if if it was that bad, it would have gone the way of the D and D community episode. Yes, <laughs> which that is a brilliant episode, and I'm so upset that they took it down. I understand why they took it down, but I'm still upset. yes, yes, <laughs> very much. Yes. Uh, anyways, um, I'm still very excited to watch it. I'm sure it's it's still going to be a decent episode. And like I say, like I I think we should just not not be afraid to call out the bullshit when we see the bullshit. Yes, absolutely. That's pretty much it. Well, yes, and it'll be National Truth and Reconciliation Day. It'll come out after that. And, you know, it'll, uh, I'm sure it'll heal the world. We'll heal it the will. world with we'll this one the, podcast. We'll heal yes. the world one Smallville podcast at a time. That's right. That's one right. Smallville foreskin at a time. Oh, what? fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And with that. Somebody save us. Oh, yeah.